Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Mr. Karmesh Gupta, uh, co-founder and CEO of uh, Y Jungle, a unified network security gateway that helps organizations to manage and safeguard their entire local area network uh, through a single window. Uh, Karmesh is a graduate of LNM Institute of uh, Information Technology. Also, Karmesh has been featured in uh, Forbes 30 under 30 in 2020. Hi, Karmesh. Welcome to ELI. Hi. Hi, Priya. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I would request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Hi, uh, Priya. Like, thank you for inviting me and it's, it's a pleasure to be here. So, I basically run a company named Y Jungle, which is into the cybersecurity domain. And as you mentioned, we do and offer the, you can say, unified network security gateway to the businesses so that they can manage and secure their entire network stuff through a single window. I have been into the entrepreneurship for around six years now and have been following it for around eight years. So it was in 2013, January 2013, when I thought to actually start something of my own. I started exploring multiple domains, but it was finally the cybersecurity aspect which fascinated me. And then in 2014, we started HTTP card technologies with a very simple vision that we really wanted to be a global product company. And within the global product company also, we really wanted it to be specific to internet domain. So this is how we started. And uh, specifically talking about Y Jingle, it was started in April 2017. So almost been three, three and a half years now. Okay, Karmesh, uh, before we proceed, I, I'd, I'd like to tell you that I went through your LinkedIn profile and I saw that you worked with the IPL teams, especially Rajasthan Royals. And uh, since IPL is starting today, uh, I'd, I'd like to ask you, what was your experience? Can you, can you share some some of the... It was it was really 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 uh, awesome experience. It was back in 2013. Uh, so I was taking care of the corporate social responsibility. So they were aligned with operation Operation Smile at that given point in time, and uh, I got the opportunity and uh, you can say kind of uh, privilege to interact with the co-founders, the co-owners, the team players. Everyone, uh, I worked in synergy with Airtel that given point in time, Rotary International. And just give me a moment, I'll put it into the airplane mode. Yeah, uh, so did you get the disturbance in between or was it fine? Uh, it, it was fine. You can continue. Okay, sure. So, it was an experience where I got to interact with multiple, you can say, entities. So Rotary International, Operation Smile, Airtel, who was the sponsor for it, uh, and then the Rajasthan Royal. So four entities, and I was coordinating in between them, reporting the patients who were suffering from, you can say, uh, you can say cleft, and Operation Smile was supporting them to identify and uh, Airtel was sponsoring it. Rotary International was actually, again, taking care of the patients in other ways. 
so that was a that was a really really wonderful time so i remember 6th march 2013 when i got this opportunity and i worked till i think somewhere 30th of may that was the ending uh, i would say the match so yeah okay now coming back to forbes uh, you were featured in forbes 30 under 30 and um, in my experience uh, when you do something impactful then only you get featured in forbes so tell us what is the impact what has been the impact of why jungle and your other ventures uh, to the society it was specifically for why jungle only um, because the kind of traction we gathered in the in the shortest duration that was i think when i uh, got nominated for it it was around 19 20 months we were into the business of uh, specifically into the sales and uh, we were doing the business across 27 countries having good number of customers partners and were growing rapidly like quarter to quarter our growth rate was quite good that's where uh, you can say kind of uh, nomination came up and within the enterprise category i was really surprised that i was the youngest to get featured in uh, the entire asia so yes it was it was really really mesmerizing uh, but uh, still i want to know what is what is so great about your product or the service you are offering uh, there has to be some sure uh, i'll definitely comment on it so when you specifically try to understand the network security or you try to understand how the enterprise currently have their infrastructure you will going to realize that it is a distributed architecture cyber security at the moment in b2b space is quite distributed that means if you have 25 different problems to solve out then at the same time you need to deploy uh, 25 different products to cater them right so a specific product for a specific problem and when a cio tries to go with this particular kind of definition or architecture at the end of the day they get to realize that they have more than 25 30 vendors sitting in their infrastructure now managing these infra these these players uh, at a given point in time or on a daily basis it's really really difficult again scalability is something which bothers everyone because you have 25 product if the number of users within your organization increase eventually it affects everyone and uh, it's it's not something which is an easy task moreover or in addition to it it is the investment side which which actually kills everyone specifically the smb side of it so that's where we when we started in 27 we thought like let's go ahead and try to develop something within the unified space a comprehensive space such that multiple aspects can be done through a single window through a single product and that's how we came up with unified network security gateway or you may call it as a platform now so this is this is the key you can say differentiation we brought in because of which the organizations who are uh, you can say we cut down their cost of investment by up to 60% that was one of the tragic thing second aspect is in terms of the simplification simplification and management or scalability challenges okay uh, that sounds interesting uh, now would like to know uh, when it all started uh, 
when you got into this space how did you find your uh, co-founders how did you come up with this idea uh, what were the initial days can you shed some light on that sure uh, as i mentioned like i was actually exploring uh, starting from 2013 itself so i did my assignment with rajasthan royal then i worked with lucidius as an intern and then on a part time basis i also got the chance to work with uh, i also got the chance to work with uh, an edtech startup i was taking care of their operation and this was all from the you can say uh, just just an interest to learn and experience things finally in 2014 summer i decided that it's a time now where i can take a step forward and start my entrepreneurial journey and at the same time praveen who was working in samsung uh, he was he was actually operating out of uh, noida as well as korea office and uh, he was looking to move out from there and start something of his own and that's where we find the synergy that i am somebody who is passionate about entrepreneurship and business aspect and praveen is somebody who is passionate about the technology side and he is really good into it so why not to join hands and start the journey together moreover we are first cousins so again trust was not at all an issue so this is how in october 2014 we embraced our journey this is how things are going since then okay so uh, since you mentioned about that uh, trust factor and uh, I, i see lot of uh, co-founders that that are coming up uh, in recent times so either find their uh, their family relatives or uh, sometimes their close friends they have been friends from some time and that that ha- that truly reflects uh, the kind of society we we are living in uh, so to be honest in india Uh, the trust factor is a little low you do not uh, trust a, uh, trust someone else who is not from your circle uh, easily and uh, that th- that is why we uh, often come across with uh, people who are from your uh, close circle uh, here is my question to you if you are a sole entrepreneur uh, you don't have anyone in your circle uh, who is visionary enough to build, become your co-founder uh, and help you with your vision uh how do you deal with such a situation have you ever come across people uh who are not related uh, to each other but have become successful co-founders uh not yet i would say or probably would have then uh, somehow they are connected maybe maybe somebody would have introduced to them or there would have been a connecting link it's not that people who are poles apart are not known to each other and they just collaborated and they started their journey no uh, has been not has not been the case because see when you start you need to understand the other side of the person also how passionate he is about about the things it should not be that you start and 3 months later you realize so oh, i'm uh, really finding it too difficult because starting something is fine it's it's like the perseverance which takes a lot of effort so you need to identify the person probably if you have found a uh, person who is who is looking forward to join you aren't known to him it's somebody who is a uh, you can say kind of stranger to you 
probably i would recommend that you must spend time at least 5 to 6 months with him to understand how exactly he thinks probably you can start working on some initial draft and while working on to the initial drafts or or maybe uh, going on a joint calls you will realize that what's the thought process of the other guy because that synergy has to be there 100% otherwise it's it's a real a real trouble and a lot of times you will find founders uh, started find uh, you can say fighting within within the uh, internal uh, side itself so somebody has left and somebody has uh, okay kind of figured out something better opportunity that should not happen because it hampers the entire uh, you can say synergy or energy of the of the team so yeah i haven't come across though uh, people okay. have started then they would have been connected somewhere hmm. so uh, karmes uh, another question uh... Uh, i assume you are uh, you and your team are operating out of uh, jaipur correct me if i am not wrong um yeah so uh, being being a, a progressive company and if if you are not based out of a metro city jaipur is not a metro city is what i believe uh how easy or difficult is it uh, from different point of view so like recruiting best talent and uh, getting exposure uh, in the industry uh, attracting investors and uh, all all the aspects all the three aspects which you named either recruiting or either it comes to the exposure or either it's come to the attracting the investors i think uh, the initial two are definitely better when you are operating from a metro city uh, you always get the leverage and i miss that uh, very very much in in jaipur coming to the investor side you can say kind of uh, attraction or kind of an interest from the investor that depends like how exactly the fund is focused whether they are looking forward to the tier 2 uh, startups who are doing amazing stuff and then bringing out uh, you can say uh, bringing out them to a global level or to a national level or uh, they wanted to be focused primarily onto the metro cities where they find that yeah finding the resources or doing the business is quite quite easier so when it comes to us i i would say except the operational cost i don't think that there would have been any additional privilege and it was kind of kind of uh, you can say a, a moment when we actually started i was in my college i was in my fifth semester i could not move out to delhi or i could not move out to bangalore so it was a kind of compulsion kind of a, you can say scenario where we were bound to start from jaipur and that's where the journey went on but i if somebody is looking forward to you can say kind of initiate in in the recent time or some some uh, you can say uh, you can say near future i would suggest him to start from a metro only because exposure and talent definitely talent becomes quite easier exposure is something which is a very crucial aspect and i focus a lot on it you'll not make mistakes uh, if you are you'll, you'll avoid a lot of mistakes if you are from metro okay okay uh karmes uh, we also spoke about investments and investors uh Tell us how did you? I think you have recruited many people under your company, and there would be a lot of operational expenses. When you started, uh, how did you 
how did you manage the uh, funds? Uh, did you bootstrap or did you get external funding? Um, how was it? It's entirely bootstrapped till yet. Uh, and uh, see, the factor is as an entrepreneur, Raveen and I have seen the entire sine wave. So we have seen the time when we were actually having a good amount of savings available with us. We started uh, in 2014 with a free Wi-Fi thing. At that given point in time, we got a lot of uh, media coverage. Uh, we were absolutely fantastic in terms of the idea. But there were so many mistakes which we made and eventually ran out of the cash. It was something, I would say, around, around 48 to 50 lakhs of loss, which incurred onto the individual pocket of ours. But somewhere the grit to success was so high that we really wanted to... Uh, take the challenge up and, and pursue it and, and wanted to you can say come back into the product space again and, and uh, you can say kind of uh, make, a, make a successful entrepreneur or you can say uh, business or, or a, a journey. So it was like when we had this loss of around 48 to 50 lakhs, we went ahead and thought like what can be the next step we can do to cover this loss. And so with the kind of resources we had, we thought it's good to be, you can say, involved within the IT service domain because that does not require any additional thing from your pocket. Whatever you have as a laptop or a, you can say kind of machines, they are there more than enough to, you can say, serve your customers. So we served the, you can say, multiple companies like Patanjali was our customers, Indian Railways was our customers, Nine Apps was our customers. So around for a year, we served multiple, you can say, companies uh, within the IT service domain, whether it's related to web, app development, digital marketing, covered 70% of our losses. That means turned them from red to black. And finally, back in December 2016, we came to the product space which again didn't work because of the telco revolution. So we get to realize again after three months that it's second failure for us because uh, something which we wanted to do, but at every given point in time, uh, there's something which is actually not allowing us to move ahead. Finally, it was in April 2017, we thought to move into the security aspect because we were quite aware of it. I have been involved into it. Praveen was involved into it, but uh, now the internet space or internet problem was over. People were having abundant amount of data at, uh, at their end. So it was like the security, which would be the next challenge. And we took it up and then move ahead into it. So since then, the journey has been fantastic. It's been a growing curve. You can say it's a 10 curve now. Uh, but before that, it was an absolute sign curve. We have seen the highs and lows. And then now it's, it's a journey, which is, has been fabulous. Mm. Okay. Uh, here are some of the very uh, curious and uh, critical questions uh, that are coming to my mind. Uh, so if I observe your work uh, closely, I, I see that you are always seeking towards a product company. Why? It is uh, because it is scalable. After you have built a successful product, then it is easy to scale, uh, especially in the IT domain. Um, having said that, you have also mm -hmm. tried a service-based model. And if you look at Indian uh, IT, uh, IT industry in general, there are product-based companies, there are service-based companies. What I have seen, uh, I've been seeing is 
more and more product companies are coming up and share of the service companies are going down. Uh, but uh, if you look at the uh, industry, you'll also find that the giants like TCS, Infosys, they are all service-based companies. And uh, I just want to know what is your perspective on how, how would be the future of IT industry? Will there be service-based companies? Will there be product-based companies? Will there be both? Uh, where the industry is moving towards? I think service is already done. There are giants into it so since 1980s to i would say 2005 has been a time of it service only uh, we as a nation have given a right example to the world that yes we have the strength and capability to serve world-class projects and enforcers or tcs or multiple other companies involved into it have have been uh, you can say set up a successful track it's a time when world or I would say India, in fact, needs how you can say product nation. Because if you look the if you look the Indian economy, right, we are a mercantile nation, right? So everyone you can say involved into the businesses, major of our major of our businesses, they are merchants. They're importing products from US or other, other economies. And then we are keeping a margin of 10, 15, 20% on top of it and then selling it off. It's, now, it's not, not, not going to benefit us in a longer term. If you see either the 5 trillion GDP uh, goal or probably if you want to make India among the top three or top five economies uh, and it has to be consistent, then products are something which are the crucial aspect of it. Where we build our product, sell it to the you can say um, other countries globally and do a lot of exports in terms of software. So I think you will see since the last 15 years, it's all been around the product. And uh, if you specifically talk about cybersecurity, I'm thrilled to say this, that we are really the front runners in the cybersecurity four point, uh, in this industrial revolution 4.0. So cybersecurity, there are more than 30 plus product companies who are selling globally and selling not just in one or two or three countries, selling more than 20 plus countries and have revenues in million dollars. And that, that's really something which is credible. So cybersecurity space as a part of Industry 4.0 is something which is giving India a good amount of image and, and uh, bring a lot of, lot of respect at least. Okay. Uh, Karmis, uh, not a, a long ago, I hosted a founder uh, who is uh, who has built an IT based uh, uh, service company and uh, his total uh, revenue is coming from uh, projects and different uh, contracts he has got. Um, and he is he was quite confident that he'll continue the same model uh, for the future. And uh, mm -hmm. Uh, many of the other companies are also in, into the similar mindset, but it also reflects uh, wh why a service-based company, uh, uh, why somebody builds a service-based company is uh, the fact that you just mentioned, it doesn't uh, require much investment and uh, uh, that, that is the upside. It is not too much risk to build a service company. It's a low risk Absolutely. Uh, venture. But if you look at the output also, it is very, very much limited. And uh, 
uh, India becoming a service giant uh, truly reflects that that mindset. People are not willing to take risk, right? Uh, so how how do you see going forward? Because I, I see a clear decline in that uh, mindset because it is in long run we have to build products as you rightly mentioned. But how to change that mindset of people? They are not willing to take risk. Can can you can you share some thoughts on that? I think it depends on on uh, persons inside. So probably one cannot push somebody to go into the product space. It's all about the conviction uh, which you are able to build on build build on a certain idea. I've seen multiple service based companies who are now product based companies. Uh, earlier, like I would say five to six years back, 90% of their revenue was through the service aspect. Now it's like 80% of their revenue is through product aspect and 20% is coming through the service. So slowly and gradually they have converted. If I, if I take the example, so Lucidius, which is into uh, cyber security and I have uh, interned over there, uh, was into entirely into the service space till 2016. And then slowly they migrated themselves to the product space. And I think if you see the revenue transition, uh, that's, that's huge. They have been able to raise investment because of the product service is not something which is the key element. It's, it's the investment which has come to them as based on to the product side, the kind of recognition they have got globally is all around the product, which they are building up, right. Or the innovation, which they are bringing into it. So, uh, it's all about the mindset of a founder, how exactly he's looking, whether he's, he's comfortable enough to make the money, just make the money. Definitely service is good enough. You can, you can have hundreds or thousands of us based customers or Europe based customers who can pay you 35, $30,000, uh, 30 to $35 per hour. And you will, you will definitely save a good amount of money, but it's all about how do you think, where exactly you want to, you can say, cater the need, what problem are you looking forward to solve? It's all, all within the individual's mindset. Okay. Uh, uh, since you, you have uh, followed history uh, quite a lot and uh, you know, you are following the trend as well. I, I would like to ask you, uh, India in uh, coming days, uh, 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 let's say another 10 years time or 20 years time, what are the different industries you see coming mm -hmm. up uh, uh, for our entrepreneurs to get into? Uh, having, uh, while, while I say that, I, I'd uh, request you to consider the current geopolitical uh, things that are happening and uh, uh, different uh, you know, change of mindset and change of uh, supply chain that are happening. What are the new things uh, you can expect coming up in the Indian business? For sure, this geopolitical thing uh, will give a spark to the manufacturing, right? Uh, I, I hope and I definitely believe into this that within the next one to two years, you will definitely going to see companies building the electronic components in India. That's something which is, which will turn out to be a, a fact. Second aspect is in terms of, if I say, uh, if I say the industries which will grow and which will be the, you can say uh, India's backbone in, in the next one decade. So definitely FinTech is one. I definitely believe into, into it a lot. How we have revolutionized in the last five years is something incredible. 
cyber security again it's something which is happening globally people are widely accepting it and secondly in india it's been a recent time it's it's been a recent thing it's not an old thing where uh, cyber security thing uh, has been considered by a lot of organization third aspect is definitely edutech i think we have built world class products into the edutech space and uh, not just one you get to see millions like a uh, lot of lot of startups into it then if you talk about healthcare that's again an interesting space and apart from that the deep, deep techs ai or ml based companies or blockchain based companies they are uh, they are really making their own space so i think these six from my side which are also the part of i would say industry 4.0 uh and uh, as as a focus i really want that india should turn out to be the epicenter of the global revolution of this industry 4.0 maybe in the next 5 to 7 years i uh, we believe will will be able to achieve it okay um now coming back to my regular questions uh, i would like to know what is your vision with the venture you are building we really wanted to be the uh, top 5 global product companies in the category we are working in the next 4 to 5 years okay uh, can, can you share with us some of the interesting lessons you have learned uh, along the way as a entrepreneur as an entrepreneur yes definitely so don't try everything from your side learn from the mistakes of other people one of the very very important lesson and that's why i say that when you start from metros you definitely get a lot of exposure you'll get a lot of learning from the people who have built successful ventures or are in process of it so that's a very crucial uh, aspect second aspect is when you try to figure out or identify a space you want to work in ensure that the market is large enough that's crucial for for building a scalable or building a billion dollar company otherwise it will just be a dream third aspect is having a good team which i think nobody in the world will going to deny it's uh, like people who are like minded who are passionate and carry the similar kind of energy we you have within you it's just not limited to the founders it's limited to the it, it's like uh, it applies to the your employees it applies to your uh, you can say every single person who is aligned in your in your organization in one or the other way so yes these three okay uh, my uh, last question to you uh, how would you suggest our audience to start their journey as entrepreneurs very important question and very very good thing which you have asked uh when you start something you are starting your journey to prove yourself as a successful entrepreneur keep this thing in your mind from the day one you are not building up a company you are not building up uh, or or uh, just just willing to you can say make a idea successful that's not your vision because ideas may or may not work but your desire your intent to be an entrepreneur is something which has to exist for a longer time because perseverance will come through that only otherwise you will going to lose it you will going to switch back to again to the 9 to 5 thing so that's a very important aspect it's like how how the film industry works you have to prove yourself as an actor films might or might not work 
the ideas are the similar way. So for us, we have been able to build out a successful venture because we, I, that means I and Praveen were, were uh, you can say rigid about it. We had this perseverance and grit that whatever comes, we'll go and bear it, we'll, we'll uh, come out of it and build it into a venture. So just focus on one thing that you are starting because you want to be an entrepreneur. You are not starting because you have to make a particular idea successful. So idea may or may not work. Keep this in mind. And you should not lose out on energy because of that. Okay. Uh, on that note, I'll, I'll close this session. Uh, it was a great pleasure to uh, host you here. Uh, I think our audience would have got a great lesson from this video. Thanks, uh, Karmesh, for your time. And our best wishes. Thank you. All the ventures you are building and uh, you'll build over the time. Thank you. Thank you, Priya. And uh, good luck to you also for the initiative you are carrying. I hope you are uh, bringing an impact for the young entrepreneurs who are looking to start. So yes, I, I hope that you keep on doing this. Get a lot of volunteers who support you in this particular part and keep making the impact. Thank you so much for hosting me. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we are Singhan yeah. Follow and connect with uh, uh, Karmesh on LinkedIn by searching for Karmesh Gupta. Also do visit their website yjungle.com. Uh, that is it for today's episode. We will be back with another exciting Indian entrepreneur. Stay tuned to ALI.